update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. 22 minutes after 12. So please note that the following story may not uh, sit well with sensitive listeners because there may be some uh, very sensitive information and description coming through. So a 33-year-old man is expected to appear in the Nigel Magistrates Court allegedly for killing his nine-month pregnant girlfriend. It's believed that the 27-year-old Samantha Zungu was hit over the head with an iron rod by her ex-convict boyfriend in Duduza on Gauteng's East Rand. Now, the suspect had allegedly been demanding a share of their two children's grant money. So we join in studio by SABC reporter Maike Ketla Motlabi, who's been following the story to just uh, tell us more about it. Maike Ketla, good to see you. Not such a good story. Not a good story, uh, Sakina. As a heartbreaking story, as you just uh, summed it up there in the intro. I mean, um, Thelma Zungu is the mother in this matter, the mother of Samantha Zungu. We arrived at her home in Duduza, um, in Ekuruleni. We find her sitting on mattresses with Samantha's grandmother, Maggie. They both breaking down. They are telling us about their story, a story of brutality in front of them. Of course, it's this sort of sack or this back, which we, or refuse back. And uh, we, we see that those are the clothes. These clothes are drenched in blood. Um, but before they tell us why that refuse bag is there, uh, Samantha's mother, Thelma Zungu, tells us uh, that on the Thursday, the 12th of August, after her daughter was lured from her home to a different street where this um, suspect lives, um, he took her forcefully so, against her will. And this is because he was demanding about 500 rand, which was a share from their two children's grant. Then they started fighting, um, according to her. But then the following day, which was on Friday the 13th, he returned to Samantha's home on an ambulance. He knocked on Samantha's uh, mother's door and the mother um, opened and when she opened, she was wondering what happened this time. She's asking this time because it was not f- the first time um, she had had complaints about this guy abusing her daughter. I want us to play that clip in which she tells us what this guy tells her. boyfriend. <laughs> From there, there is an ambulance waiting in the street. Uh, it's a haunting site. The mother says that they opened the door before leaving for Polusuan Hospital. And she says that when she went closer, she had an oxygen mask on, that Samantha. Uh, there was blood all over her head. She didn't say a word. Her eyes were closed. I can tell you, um, 
um, Sakina, Samantha died on arrival at hospital just moments after that scene when the mother saw her in that ambulance with the mask on. So just on a point of clarity, yeah. uh, where did he assault Samantha? He assaulted, it's alleged he assaulted Samantha at his place after luring her from her home. Um, Taking her forcefully yes, against, against her will. Yes, against her will. That's what we hear from the mother. And then he comes with the ambulance mm -hmm. via the mother's place en route to the hospital. To fetch her clothes, which obviously she had then change in. Uh, because the other clothes she was wearing were had blood, right? Then, in front of them, the mother and the grandmother uh, drenched, I mean, blood-drenched clothes. They are taking those clothes out. And if you watch the story on television, you could see that we bled those visuals because even though we warned the viewers that this is a graphic story, we cannot show that on air. We had to blare that. But... Sakina, um, that scene, that moment, tells a story of violence and abuse, of pain and suffering and a prof pros promising life cut short. Um, this is what the mother is telling us. She says, while she's taking out those clothes that uh, had blood stains, she says, just take a look. This is my daughter's blood. He used her clothes to wipe off her blood. He killed her by hitting her with that iron rod. Um, but before the tragedy, Sakina, uh, Samantha confided her ordeal to neighbors and friends. We then move out of the house of Samantha's mother. Uh, we go into the neighbors and we find Amanda, Amanda Kleza. She's Samantha's neighbor who saw that ambulance and out of curiosity, she wanted to know what was going on. And she says that a paramedic told me, told me who she, he, he wanted this guy to come out of that house because she may not make it. Now, Amanda uh, Teza tells me that um, the show of regime of, of abuse um, started since 2014 and that her alleged killer is also an ex-convict. Let's perhaps just take a listen to what she had to say. She was a victim and for the longest period of time, Usamanta only enjoyed her life when the guy was in jail. Every time when the guy is out, we would know Samantha's life stops. So what pains would he... Um, I think two weeks or three weeks back, he did the very same thing. We were Gubo a week or so, Usamanta wabuya gui Friday langa lakwa na magabuya, magashubula. She was red, bruised, purple, green, all the bruises, colors you could think of. Bewasem zimbeni, amkwazile lani matangeni. He was forcing himself on on her. And uh, just lastly, um, Amanda also telling us uh, that uh, the assault escalated even during her pregnancy. She was due to give birth this month. Um, on the other side, she is even telling us how this suspect um, was breaking about doing what he did when they left with Samantha to hospital. She says that when he left, uh, he told them that uh, Meda is 15 years in prison. He would do his time and come back. And uh, he, she says that he was laughing 
when she uh, when he was saying these words and she also saw that uh, his t-shirt had blood stains of Samantha um, but Samantha also confided in her friend she didn't you know divulge all this abuse to her mother mm. uh, the mother who tells us that she was very concerned to the point uh, where Samantha then would open cases of assault at police station, but Samantha would go back to withdraw. The friends believe that this is because of the threats that she had been experiencing from this guy. But then there is this important message from Samantha's friend here. Her name is Johanna Moloi. Very important. She's actually talking to those who are trapped in abusive relationships, and she's also going to be followed by Amanda, uh, Amanda as we wrap up this interview. Don't go back. Stay away from the guys who are abusive. Please. Love is not enough. He said, he loved me, he loved Until when he loved you? Especially he put the hand. He won't stop. He won't stop. Please, you. I'm so emotional. Like, I, I don't know what to say now. I'm, I, I, like, I wish she listened to us because all of us, we are hurt and she's gone. We can't do anything now, she's gone. I think in Togasamantis Bulamesha to say, let us not be a community that only speaks to and not do anything. If it comes to a shove where we need to stand and a gubeyitu who open a case against the person, the perpetrator, let us do so. Mm. That is such a heartbreaking story. Uh, it really tugs at the heartstrings. But um, again, one of those stories that is highlighted once again during Women's Month. But I think we need to move out of that space of talking about it as an event that happens during Women's Month. Yeah. Because mm. this, more often than not, is the norm yeah. for many people, as you heard in Samantha's case, mm. since 2014. This yeah. has been happening. Mm -hmm. And on an ongoing basis. Yeah. Ketla, thanks so much for stopping by. Uh, SABC reporter Maya Ketla Mutlabi uh, giving us the latest on that story of nine-month-old uh, pregnant Samantha Zungu, uh, 27 years old, who was murdered uh, by her ex-convict boyfriend in Tutuza on Gauteng's East Strand.